Hello and welcome listeners and viewers and everyone out there waiting to feel inspired, live inspired, be authentic, find the confidence that you want to have to feel your best self in this crazy topsy-turvy world of COVID at the moment. We were thinking, Sonia and I had a little chat as we often do, we were thinking about, wow, what do we need right now? What do, our, what do our clients need right now? What do our friends and family need right now? And we thought, positive energy. And there is not one person I can think of in this world that could be more synonymous with positive energy than Kristen Brown, who is an international speaker. She's an author. She owns her own business. She has, I could go on and on, but you don't want to listen to me. That's valuable time that you want to listen to Kristen. And so we're going to bring her on today, ask her some questions about how she got to where she is now, and then ask for a little bit of guidance of how we can take those crazy negative vibes that people are often feeling right now in all of the things that are going on and turn on our brightest, most positive self and push that out into the world instead. So with that, I'm going to turn things over and say, Kristen, we are beyond excited, ecstatic, girl crushing to have you here today to share with us and pour into all of us. I'm just, I can't, I can't believe you're here. <laughs> well, I am so excited to be here because we've been connected, all three of us on various social channels and you know, like each other's posts and girl crush on each other. So it's going to be a fun conversation. Can you, thank you so much. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are right now, which by the way is your new office building, but how did you get to where you are right now? Well, it's one of those stories where you're like, oh gosh, I'm going to tell the story. and I'm going to bring the room down, but hang in there because it spins to me standing in my new Namasink studio. But I was widowed 13 years ago while in corporate America in a really high level job with a brand new baby during the economic crash. And, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, oh. And yeah, it sucked as bad as you think, probably times like 100. And it was one of those things that it did really take me down. And I was existing and like functioning. I was going to work, I was ensuring my daughter and I were, you know, fed and alive. But I certainly was not engaged in life. I was not a positive energy at all. Thank God I had a great team around me in my corporate job and at work for a great company that was so supportive. But it was, it was definitely like a rock bottom moment that we all face in our lives. We all have times like that, whether it's something big like that or whether it's just like in a stuck point, right? And it was about two years that I was in that job and I got a new boss shortly after my husband died and she was really demanding and wanted me to travel and take on more accounts that I already had. And, you know, I was a single mom now with a baby and trying to figure first kid and like, you know, first kid, like figuring it, like I have to keep a human alive. What? <laughs> like it's already stressful. And so with the economy crashing, there really wasn't a lot of other job opportunities. So I was like, just powering through life really just like routine getting up getting my daughter to daycare going to work coming home going to bed <laughs> yeah that was it and it was about two years into that when i had like this aha moment it was actually i was at surf camp with some girls because i really travel was something that i kept doing to try to because to tr i knew i had to do something like i knew i wasn't in a good place and so I kept traveling. So I went to surf camp actually twice and surf camp, I live in Minneapolis. So, you know, skills I'm going to use forever. 
going to surf camp, <laughs> but um, I was at surf camp and I had this like aha moment when this fear hit me that I was so scared to jump into this water to surf. And I realized at that moment, it wasn't fear of the sharks and the drowning and the coral reef underneath the water and all of this, but it was everything else in my life that I was scared of. Dating again, being a single mom, making sure I could you know, feed my daughter for the rest of her child life. And you know, all of those things just came to a head and that was my turning point. That was the moment where I was like, I gotta figure this out. And I started just consuming knowledge. And I was, I've always been a researcher, a big nerd. I went to the International Science Fair in high school and started my college career pre-med and long story, but I ended up with a business degree. <laughs> but I just started consuming self-help information and science and information on grief and got my master's in integral theory, which really smart, right? I'm working full time with a baby, single mom, and oh, let's get my master's on top of it. But I just, I felt like I needed to consume information. And that really just kind of led to this transition into my own business. I left corporate America about eight years ago now, eight or nine. I started speaking before that because um, my main job is I'm a motivational speaker. Um, and it's just kind of been a, a path of sort of organic. I let, I've really let the market and my clients and the world sort of guide where I feel like I'm going to be the most inspiration and motivation to people. And most recently it's been in corporate America. I mean, I spent so many years there. I really know the pain and the heartache. Um, I do a lot with entrepreneurs. I do a lot with associations and really now in the last year or two have really felt a shift in the world that, you know, we need to manage our energy more effectively because it's such a roller coaster. Even before the situation we're in now with COVID and, you know, all of the social justice issues and the election, even before that, the world was in a rough spot and I could feel a shift coming. And I've really been doing now energy mastery work, helping people manage their energy throughout the day in corporate America and their jobs, as well as in your day-to-day -day personal lives. And it's just, it's so fulfilling to see people, you know, do something as simple as stepping back when they're in a, like a stress spiral and stepping back and doing something as simple as having a glass of water, because that does so much more than just hydrate you. It stimulates the back of your throat, which then changes your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems. Like I could get so nerdy on you because I don't talk about anything unless I've done all the research. Anyway, so that's what I do today is I'm, you know, I've just like said so much for so long about to just basically say now I'm an energy mastery expert. And that's, that's what I do from stage and one-on-one -on -one with people. And then Kristen, I mean, that's so empowering. And I think for, I'll just say for me, energy, I've never been so intentional about it. And, and I think through your, through, through what I've learned from you already, cause I'm following your podcast, it's being so aware of that. Every, I mean, I, after a podcast, I'm like, I am so aware of my energy levels right now. And Hillary and I talk about like showing up, but what does that really mean? Showing up is an energy transition, right? And then um, I don't think you, so in, in terms of your new work and where you are now physically, um, you've, what, is there something kind of like this big facility that you're um, opening up or tell us? Well, it's funny because as a motivational speaker, I was traveling a fair amount speaking on stages, right? And, you know, I was going to Vegas and Orlando to these big giant conferences and those can't happen now. So the industry that is my primary industry basically is in a massive transition to as we all are but you know it's figuring out what to do to still be able to be of service 
And even though most events, luckily I didn't have any cancellations, all of mine either postponed or went virtual. But it, when you are in a situation where you have to transition, it really forces you to think bigger while also thinking about like the fear of, oh my gosh, is this a stupid thing to do to, to open a new studio in the middle of a pandemic when people need to social distance and you have to wear masks inside? Like how dumb, right? But my dad always has said to me, go big or go home. And that's a saying a lot of people say, it's not like he trademarked that saying, but he always has said that to me. And I'm like, you know, this is the perfect time to do it because it gives me the time, space and energy to not be constantly on the road traveling and to really think about how I wanna be of service. And this space that I'm in right now, it's about 750 square feet, you can't see it, but there's a big giant studio room, there's a big office space, and then there's a treatment room where I do crystal healing, Reiki, yoga therapy, and things like that. Um, really get to be my hippie self here. Uh, it's really a place for that energy mastery to totally be like, I get to be in this like vortex of awesomeness to be able to bring that in the best way possible. You know, we're doing this via Zoom as most of us are living our lives online now. And, you know, I want to be able to do that in a way where I'm in a space of awesome energy myself so that I can give you the best. And when I try to do that from home, it ain't happening because my dog's barking and my daughter needs something and the mailman is ringing the doorbell and there's dogs walking by and you know it's just it's not the same for me personally to be able to bring my best so this it seemed like the perfect time and i can't tell you how many people are like when does the scheduling open i need to come in and do my one-on-one -on -one session because those are still allowable here in minnesota for um for cdc regulations so my scheduling should go up this week and you can work virtually with me too so it's you know it's called nama sync Nama, stay, is a yoga term. It's what's in me honors what's in you. And some people say light, some people say space, some, you know, whatever word you want to use. So Nama is about like honoring the connections we all have, both with ourselves and with others. And then sync is about, you know, how do you sync up work and life? I don't like the term work-life balance. I prefer work-life integration or work-life syncing because you need to make sure that the things that need to take center stage right now are taking center stage and it's totally okay that things that you totally love and want to focus on just chill out in the background for a while you know just you but you have to be aware and it's like what you said earlier one of you said it's about being intentional about it and saying okay i want to be aware of what's triggering me what's draining me and i want to be aware of what's energizing me and what's most important to focus on today as a result of that and being okay with the other stuff hanging out in the background that really resonates with me, Kristen, and it really, I'm so excited for Namasync to open because I think we need so much more of what you're talking about, especially today, like right now, I'm watching people, and I call it a victim mentality, and, and people don't like it when I say that, but I, I call it that purposefully to myself because I don't like that word, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and so it makes me do something because of it. When I'm in victim mentality is when I'm letting life happen to me. When I'm like, oh, this, oh, that, and, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm unpacking and I'm staying there and I'm allowing the people's moods around me to change me and impact me. And somewhere along the way, I really learned, wait, hold on. I can show up and be the hero of my own story. Not only that, but I can produce enough energy and power to push that out and start. I always get this vision in my head of wherever there's darkness. I picture like almost, almost a, um, 
uh, uh, this like were these lights, this nuclear light that just sort of radiates and that we just keep as we shift our energy and give it to other people, we continue to push back that darkness, right? And right now, a lot of people I'm feeling online, uh, in person, I feel like I can't have very many interactions where it doesn't start with someone either negative or on the attack or just in a really sad place. And I try to show up. We're responsible for the energy we bring in. I try to show up with positive energy, but you have to be intentional. And not only that, but it has to come from somewhere, Kristen. And um, I, there's just a, a quick I've said this before on the show, but I think it bears repeating that whole idea from Glennon Doyle, when you're holding a coffee cup and you get bumped and coffee spills out, why does coffee spill out? Because it's filled with coffee. If it were wine, wine would spill out. If it were uh, champagne, which I know you like, <laughs> champagne would, fill out, would spill out. And so we have to intentionally fill ourselves, not just show up and be like, okay, I'm going to be positive. Can, do you have some recommendations, some tips, some ways where we can really fill that cup with the positivity that we want to push out and, and, and sort of shake off some of the yuck that comes in? That's the best term I can come up with, the yuck. Yeah, the yuck that comes that's, our way. That's a perfect description of it. And I want to call out what you said about being this nuclear light because you use the perfect word, nuclear. I'm going to go sciency for 30 seconds. When you look at your body, at every cell within your body, like down to the atomic nuclear level, every cell vibrates with light energy. So we literally are beings of light. This isn't made up, this isn't hippie, this isn't self-helpy or woo-woo. This is science. And our bodies, different parts of our bodies, vibrate at different frequencies. Your heart has a different frequency than your brain waves, than your muscles, than your digestive system. And if you look at, your body's frequency, scientifically measured frequency, when you are negative, sad, depressed, pissed off, the frequency is measurably different than when you're in a high, hopeful, happy, excited, joyful place. It's not hippie, it is science. So I want you to just keep that in mind. And I always say like you, like be a light, not a shadow. I say that all the time because you are literally bringing light energy into every room you walk into. And we've all been at an event or a breakfast or even at home and someone walks in and you're like, ooh, I hope they don't sit by me, right? <laughs> because you can feel that energy coming off of them and it's, it's bad energy. And we've all been there too. We've all put out bad energy and we've all put out great energy. So it's really being aware of that in the moment and knowing that it's a physical thing that you're dealing with. So yes, mentally, we can shift our thinking, but physically, you also want to really be aware of how you can change your physical state in order to change that vibration that you're putting out and how you impact people. Because that'll then, how you feel back, you know, it's, it's a reciprocal mirroring psych psychological phenomenon. People mirror each other. So you asked, that was just a little explanation to get to where you I said. I love it. Thanks. I love so, it. <laughs> earlier, um, we were talking and I said, you know, sim as simply as drinking a glass of water can change your energy. But it's not the act of like, oh, I'm gonna go get hydrated. Yes, that's great. It's more about, again, going back to intention. It's the intention that you're gonna take care of yourself, that you're gonna take a sip of this water, that it's going to stimulate the vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S, that runs down the back of your sinus canal and throat, that then changes the way that your body 
is operating that then changes your mood. It shoots out different neurotransmitters, different hormones that change your stress levels, your stress response, and your mood. So that's a very simplistic term is the water drinking, just so you understand why some of the things I recommend are so simple. But again, it's noticing when you're in the triggered place or in the down place, what is that little thing that you can do physically to bring yourself back up? So any type of movement, and I have, I'm a you know, certified yoga therapist, so I could actually work in clinical settings, which I have no desire to do, <laughs> but I use that knowledge to help people with specific movements with different parts of their body. You know, if you're suffering from low back pain, I'm dealing with sciatica right now. Like how I, it makes me feel like I'm 85 years old, but <laughs> I'm dealing with sciatica. When I move certain parts of my body, it feels better. Like that's a physical change that impacts my emotional and mental state. And it's no different when you're dealing with stress and things like that. Those are also phenomenon that little movements in different parts of your body can shift. Um, so that's kind of an answer, but it wasn't like super specific, but I just wanted to give you that background. Powerful because um, again, like the, the drinking the water, getting up from your podcast, because again, I'm learning from you. It's not necessarily the, the action of, because we, we do that all the time. But I think for me, what I got out of it is asking why. Mm-hmm. Why, am I do, why am I getting a glass of water? And then while I'm drinking this glass of water, what do I want the outcome to be? Because I could still put in like, oh, drinking this water. This is, oh, it's not helping, you know. But totally. to really tell yourself, I'm drinking this because I want to be uplifted. I want to change my energy. Um, and the movement, like physically getting up from your chair and creating that whole, I guess, resync of energy in your body. So powerful because I want to be that person, as you said, to walk into a room and radiate energy. So even if for those, you know, those low uh, energy people, you know, they're sitting down and they're like feeling crummy. I would love to contribute and say just by my energy level alone, can I influence and make that impact? And I mean, is that possible or am I dreaming with that? So I do this exercise, almost every speaking event I do, regardless of the topic, I do this exercise called the spectrum of awesome. Now in your gut, if I said, do you want to be 0% awesome or 100% awesome? Like what would your answer be? 110. Like, right? Like it's a no brainer. So you can in an instant say, where am I at on this spectrum of awesome? And if you're having a, one of those low vibing days, you might be like, "Ugh, I'm at like 25% awesome. Or you can be like, oh my gosh, I'm having a great day. I'm like at 92% awesome. Maybe you're at 100. And when you give yourself that quick rating, you can do that in a second, right? And I recommend people, there's a lot more that goes into it, but you can do that rating a few times a day. That then gives you that intentionality, that mindful awareness of, okay, I'm at 25, which means I'm probably, I probably have cranky resting face. Mm-hmm you know, which we don't even often know that we have. I'm guilty of it because I'm an introvert. I often have cranky resting face, even when I'm happy. But giving yourself the rating on the spectrum of awesome gives you that awareness to say, okay, I need to do something that changes my face. I need to do something that changes my energy. I need to be more helpful. I need to not be, you know, moaning and complaining to my spouse or my coworker or my kids. You need to do something to move yourself up because even if you move from 25% awesome to 30, that's still forward momentum and it's still your brain signaling to your body that things are getting better. And it's like our bodies are like domino effects. They like to move in the direction they're being pushed. That's why it's so easy when you have a bad day in the morning to stay down there 
because you've been pushed and you just kind of keep spiraling like, oh, I had a bad day. And then you get to work. Oh, I had a bad morning. And then you can't go to lunch. Oh, my morning sucked. And then you go to home from work and it's like, oh, I had a bad day at work. And it perpetuates. It's a domino effect. But you can also perpetuate that domino effect by little tiny incremental movements up that spectrum of awesome because it'll just push you push you along and other people feel that energy as your cellular behavior and your atomic nuclear behavior starts to change and shift. That is so powerful. I love that because I think that there's this idea, again, we've talked about this a little bit, life happening to us rather than us happening to life. And my biggest takeaway is really to be mindful and to tune in is there even a recommendation that you have? Because I think that is the first step. That's foundational, right? How do you recognize in a moment? Do you, uh, your awesomeness scale, I love that um, for somebody who, that's not part of their repertoire yet. They're not looking for those opportunities. Is it even putting it in your calendar and saying, how am I feeling right now? Do you have, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's, it is one of those things where I do an exercise also called, Pee time is me time, yeah. where every time you go to the bathroom, you check in with yourself. And you it's the three A's. And as you're walking to the bathroom, you're just becoming aware of what's going on in your body. Like, okay, I feel tense. Oh, I feel you know hungry. I've been sitting at my computer for too long. Oh, I've been kind of cranky to my coworkers. So it's just simply awareness as you're walking to the bathroom. Then you sit down or stand if guys are watching, whatever you're, <laughs> whatever you're doing. And that's, no when you take, yeah, right. that's where you acknowledge, the third, second A, acknowledgement. You acknowledge, are you on or off track? Where are you at on the spectrum of awesome? That's where you give yourself the little rating. Like, ooh, I'm not doing very well. I need to shift and get my momentum moving the other direction. Or I'm doing great. So yes, yay for me. You wash your hands. You go back to whatever you were doing. That third A is now taking action to shift or stay on track with where you're at. So that's one way. But I also like to get people like, cause there's a lot of people that I work with that just, this is, they're curious, but they have never done any sort of self-help work. And that's totally cool. That's just part, you know, part of the evolutionary process of man, right? <laughs> but so what I will often have them do is I'll say, okay, here's what, cause most people have social media or some element of email or some way that they're communicating electronically. And I will ask them to go back into their social media or their text chains or their emails for the last week or two and just look at the tone of the conversations they've been having, the type of posts they've been putting out, and to honestly assess, have they been a light or a shadow? Mm. And it is pretty eye-opening for some people. They're like, oh my gosh, I totally was a shadow on Facebook all week last week. And it's like, it's okay. We all can fall into that sometimes. And it's, it's okay to be a shadow sometimes. We need that to appreciate the light, just like we need the light to appreciate the shadow. But that's a really good way for people that just aren't into self-help or haven't yet explored it to get them aware of the impact that that can be having in their life. I love that so much. That is, Sonia, I think that's going to have to be something we do this week after we release the podcast is challenge our viewers slash listeners and say, well, it may, by the way, we may just call this whole thing P time is me time. 
but um, I, I, it just might happen. But to really say, have you been a light or a shadow? Go back and look at your texts and social media. I love that tip. And I think it is so telling. And when you're saying that, I'm thinking to myself, I've had people a couple years ago, I went through a transition and I had someone call me uh, that I hadn't talked to in a long time. And he said, things must be going really well for you. And I said, wait, what? How do you know? And he said, your posts have completely changed. I'm like, I, I didn't, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. So it, it's, your, it's your, your body and your brain feed each other so much. And sometimes you don't even realize it. Like the days that my sciatica flares up, again, because I'm an 85 year old woman, <laughs> I, I struggle to like, you know, I'll do a positive post, but in my mind, I'm like, Oh God, I don't want to write this. Like, I just want to go lay flat, you know? So like your physical body will impact what you're doing mentally, just like your mental state will impact how you feel physically. And then, you know, just before we get to your kind of that you want to share a challenge, challenge to our viewers and listeners, but on the reverse side, I think it's just as important to say, I'm going to, I need rest. Like my energy doesn't have to exude. It doesn't have to always be positive. Like that permission, I'll say for me, because I share this in a bit, it's really important for me to exude positive energy, energy, because I feel like there's this, this relationship connection with, with humans, you know, and I want to be part of that positive connection. And there are times where I'm so good at converting my energy to be positive that ultimately I'm core neutral mm -hmm. tired yes and and then i hit that rock bottom suddenly it wasn't even a transition it was just like a boof yes so tired and even at late at night like so i think that there is also on the reverse side to say you're not you don't have to today but today you're tired and that's hard for me to coach me down from saying but oh but look at all those other energy levels i could impact so yeah. I got well, i'm glad you said that because this is it by no means uh, a lesson on being a positive light all the time. Because if you, you really need to honor your intuition and your gut, it will not lead you astray. When you need to be quiet, when you need to rest, do it. That we were about three weeks into quarantine and I'd been dealing with it pretty well, like where we were actually on lockdown, like don't leave the house except you know for essentials. And I'd been doing pretty well. I was, I'm an introvert, so it didn't really impact too much of me emotionally. My daughter was doing great. And I woke up one morning about three weeks in, and I, I hit, I had hit a flat bottom. I was like, oh my gosh. And it wasn't even because of being locked up. It was the fear of the unknown. It was worry about, you know, oh my gosh, is my daughter going to like suffer from not having social, you know, interaction and how long is she not going to go to school? And, and for 48 hours, I stayed in bed. I didn't change my clothes. I didn't shower. I'm probably pretty sure I didn't brush my teeth. And, you know, I let the dog out and made sure my daughter was fine and just like laid in bed and watched Parenthood reruns. And I just needed that. It's okay to do that, to let yourself get recharged, to feel the negative emotions. You need to feel them. Don't be pushing the negativity down, but acknowledging and figuring out how to process. That's really the key. That I, Sonia knows this, uh, you know where I'm going, don't you? <laughs> she, it, my son left on Wednesday for college and he's a freshman. And so leaving, having him leave home and he's, he's funny and he's my person, you know, we laugh and he shows up in the middle of the night and we have a deep conversation and, you know, it just, I'm so happy for him, but this is also not the freshman year that I wanted for him. I didn't get to drop him off. 
we could only have one parent. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's forest fires around Colorado. Like all of these things are going on in the world that are, this is not what my picture was, right? What I imagined. And on Wednesday, I thought, it's my job to show up for people. And then it got to, I, I said goodbye to him. I gave him a hug as he was on his way to the airport. And I went, but today is not that day because this is not. And, and so I went in bed. Everybody was fine. And I watched Vampire Diaries all day. <laughs> and, I, and I said to myself, you get today. We'll see how you're doing tomorrow. Sonia gave me permission. She's like, if you need another day, that's okay. But I'm like, no. I don't want to unpack here, but I'm not going to show up as my best self today. And I have to own that and not beat myself up and let myself have the feelings. hundred percent. I'm so glad that you did that. And you'll have, I mean, how many days will you have where you're sad and you're missing your son? It's okay to be like, oh, like, you know, it's okay to feel bad. There's nothing wrong with that at all, but you're right. Like don't unpack there. Yes. And that's what I love is your strategies to help us move intentionally and mindfully into that place of energy that does bring that light to the world. And I understand, I'm so excited to hear that you have a challenge for us to help us really take up that space. Yes. Now I have the screenshot of the 30 day energy reset. Do you want me to share it? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then for those who are listening, we'll just post a link to it yeah. so that they're able to find it. Yeah. All right, let me open it up. Can you see it? Yes. Okay, I don't wanna show it for too long because I don't want people to cheat, okay? But basically, it's a 30-day energy reset and every single day, you will just do one really simple thing. Like, look at how simple some of this stuff is. Like, drink three cups of green or herbal tea, listen to chill music, organize a drawer, add three things to your donation pile, find a quartz crystal, you know, there's little things that are super simple every day. Remember when I was saying like drinking the water, but if you do one thing every day to energize you, to boost that energy, even if you're in a really positive place, it's going to create that momentum. It's going to create that domino effect that's going to keep you moving forward. And in the 30 days, you'll definitely have bad moments. That's the goal isn't like for 30 days, you're going to be like this shiny, bright spirit, but you're going to start to become more aware of the energy ebbs and flows throughout the day and see how simple some of these things are that can change the way that you feel, the way that you're showing up, the way that you then have that influence and impact on others around you based on what you're doing to manage your own energy. Oh I love this. How can people get, get a hold of this? Is it, is it through, do you want us to post it? Do you want them to write? Do you want them to subscribe and they can tell us, tell us what to do? Cause I'm all in, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to say, normally I would say, yeah, have them subscribe. I want to get them on my email list, but you know, I'm going to be honest during quarantine, I haven't been doing anything with my email list. So I'm just going to let you guys post it with the episode. They can get it as a free download. And then on there is my website. They can go to my website. If you follow me on Instagram every single day, you guys were friends on, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I post videos and tips almost every single day. Uh, on energy mastery, energy management. Yeah, follow your podcast as well. Yeah, my podcast is called Energy Now. You can listen to it on iTunes or just write on my website. It's really fun. They're short little episodes, 20 minutes or less. Some of them, in fact, I have these quick hits. They're like five minutes. So they're really just quick ways to 
boost your energy. And I also do interviews as well. So I rotate in a few people here and there. And my very favorite one was with the music guy for the Minnesota Vikings football team. Ah! So fascinating, like how music impacts our energy and like, how about music in a whole stadium? It was fascinating. Probably my favorite interview I've ever done. That I can't even, I'm excited to go back and listen to that because I can envision it right now because that's, all right, we're all in my, we're all 80s girls, right? Uh Uh-huh. So when I need energy at night, when I'm making meals, I turn on Def Leppard, just telling you. Pour some sugar on me, baby. That's one of my favorite songs. (laughs) All right, well, we'll make make sure to have all of those links to everything that you said, to Instagram, social media platforms, the podcast, um, your website, all on our um, social Instagram, uh, Facebook, and even on YouTube. So our listeners and viewers, you will get the direct access to all of this good stuff. Awesome. Wow. Thank you so much, Kristen. This has been incredible. I feel my energy level is a little bit. I know. I know. I know. And it's awareness. Like when you talk about it, you become more aware of it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually excited to think about this. It's wonderful. And we also, your, your website will also be on there. I just want to encourage people again, if you want to do Kristen, yes, she does the little tips and everything, but she does this one-on-one. She does this for corporations. She does this for audiences. And so make sure that she becomes one of those resources for you. I know she's a huge resource for both Sonia and myself. So thank you for everything that you do, Kristen. You bring so much light into this world and I'm grateful to know you. Well, thank you so much. See you guys soon.